Hello and welcome to the Charms Life Podcast. This podcast is all about magic, metaphysics, mysticism, and the unconditional love of the universe. And I am your host. My name is Trisha Carr. I'm really excited to welcome you to this episode. It is a conversation episode, and it is about one of my favorite topics. Oh my gosh, for sure I would say that about all of my episodes, right? But I really... <laughs> I really am feeling that right now. We are talking about mindset, manifestation. My guest wants to talk all about how we have to work with our subconscious mind. And if you are new to this podcast, that is one of my specialties. I am a clinical hypnotherapist. I am also an intuitive. I'm a channel is probably the main thing that I am. When we work with the subconscious mind, we are channeling in and out all of the things that we want to shift and change with it. And so that is... Those are the places that I live. And also, um, I wouldn't let you know, as I'm heading you into this, leading you into this conversation, my guest I will introduce you to in a moment, that I want to encourage you to uh, join my mailing list because I am very close to announcing some very exciting news. Now, my mailing list is also, I, I it's a place where I'm, I'm writing and giving you know, some really interesting perspectives and topics and um, shift, you know, kind of jostling up the energy sometimes um, by having an energy report and then seeing what it is that how we want to shift collectively. Those are some of the things that I reflect on in the newsletter. And um, but I am about to announce something very exciting. So check it out there. Of course, if you find me on Instagram, it'll eventually be there as well. And of course, here and on YouTube. But you're going to want to find my newsletter, which if you just go to my website, which is trishacarcharm.com, you'll find a way to join it. It pops right up. Or um, in the description of the podcast, you'll find a way you could click through to join the newsletter. Now, I am excited to welcome you into this conversation with my guest, Marley Rose Harris. Marley is a business and money coach. She is here to inspire individuals to step into what feels good and what is in alignment with their highest selves. By teaching the necessary mindset and business strategies, Marley reveals how to live a life of freedom because everyone deserves to live an easeful and abundant life influenced by their passions and deepest desires. And Marley is very inspiring, and she's breaking down the processes of how she was able to create this really uh, dream life for herself. And I just have the best time, so I want to encourage you to um, have a good time with this, really just um, feel into this because I think sometimes um, that's what we need more than anything is we need to feel into it. We need to receive the energies that are beneath the words so that we can be inspired, so that we can flow and ease into that abundance that is there for us. So welcome to this conversation with Marley Rose Harris, and I will chat with you on the other side. Marley, it's so nice to meet you. I'm really excited to get into the powerful energy that you present in your work. You could just feel it radiating off of uh, your website, your Instagram, your bio, your face, your energy. So <laughs> really, I'm really into it. It's like such perfect timing because I am definitely in an upgrading my mindset 
phase. And uh, so thank you so much for coming on. And would you like to just share with everyone about your journey, how you got to do what you're doing and the work that you're doing, the kind of work that you are all about at this time? Yes, I would love to. Well, love to. Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction. Um, so yeah, for everyone who hasn't met me before or everyone who's coming from my community. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Marley Harris. I am a business and money coach. Um, the reason why I got into this work is because three years ago now, I was sitting at home in Ontario, Canada, and Honestly, I was so miserable. It was the middle of winter. I was like, I need to get out of here. I just like, I hate being cold. And <laughs> I would look on Pinterest at like pictures of Bali and Australia. And, you know, Instagram was is, was still really big at that time. So, I mean, it still is now. But I was like looking at Instagram and looking at like all these people who were able to like travel the world and work online. But that wasn't popular. Like traveling and working online wasn't really a big thing three years ago. There wasn't really a name. It was like a digital nomad, but it was just like almost felt like a myth. It was like, is that even a thing? <laughs> you know, and I was graduating from university and I was going into a college program. It was just like a one year program to learn marketing because I thought that I wanted to work at a marketing agency uh, both my parents were entrepreneurs and I was like hell no I do not want that <laughs> I want consistency you know I want benefits I want you know a steady paycheck hell yes however when I realized that living in Canada was just not a hell yes for me I was like right either I get a job in Australia or I create my own business and it was something that was kind of like chasing me. I, I everywhere when I was like, oh, well, I can just do this. I was like very like scrappy in that way. <laughs> um, so I like when I was like 18, I started this business where I helped small businesses because I'm from a really small town and I would help them design their websites, their logos so they could get online because we were from like a tourist town. And so I was like low key being an entrepreneur, but I wasn't ready to admit it. I was like, I'm just making some side money to like pay for my partying on the weekend. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, I was in full denial of it all. And then I graduated from university or sorry, from this college program. And I was like at a fork at the road, you know, I had, I finally got the job offer. It was corporate. It was benefits. It was in marketing, which I actually wanted. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is actually what I want to do. And then I had this like, it was like the devil and the angel. <laughs> and then I had this other like little voice being like, that means you're going to be in, in like in Canada for the next, you know, however many years, another winter here, you know, why don't you just try to go all in with this business that you've started and just see where that takes you. And I remember talking to everyone about it. I'm a manifesting generator. So okay. I need to be I was like, <laughs> everyone's opinion I'm also Capricorn so it's like a very interesting combination <laughs> um and so I just like you know deep down I knew I wanted to start my own business but I was so scared you know fear of failure fear of rejection fear of it not working out embarrassment of like leaving and then it just not working out anyways um I went for it I started my own business um that was in 2000 and I guess it was in 2018 when I started my own business and then it's all been like this whole crazy journey from there. So I started my own business and no one I knew was 
running their own business. Everyone's like, you're doing what? Like, we're going the corporate route. Bye. So I was on this like lonely island of like, figure out how to be an entrepreneur. And like, I was finding people on Instagram who were doing the same, but that was about it. Like everyone in my circle was just like, you're weird. <laughs> Good luck with that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Bye. Um, obviously my friends were really supportive, but it was just a very different journey than what everyone else was taking. So it felt very like a lone ranger on that journey. Um, so then I realized very quickly the combination of mindset and business. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a lot of podcasts at the time. I was just becoming upset. This was like my beginning of personal development as well. I was like learning how to meditate, you know, and the more I worked on me, the better my business did. Ooh, I love and that. And I was like, wait, what's happening here? And why is no one talking about this? You know, I was reading all these business books that were like, here's how to start an email list, you know, blah, blah, blah. But no one was talking about this like connection between mindset and success. Mm-hmm. And that was when I had like my first inkling of like, hmm, there's something here. Like there's something here. No one's really talking about this. And I'm going to be an investigator of this. So I just again, you can probably tell from my personality type, I become obsessed. (laughs) So I became obsessed with business and also obsessed with like the personal growth, personal development. And when I combined the two, magic happened. And people would look in at my business and be like, how are you doing that? How have you moved to Australia? How are you working online? You know, how and like, mindset like I'm meditating I'm journaling I'm using affirmations you know really basic stuff nothing crazy healing trauma um and unblocking things and rewiring my belief system you know I'm a huge proponent of the subconscious mind and love teaching that work um because when I started to dive into mindset it was all about the subconscious mind so started learning about the subconscious mind started rewiring my mindset and truly started quantum leaping like living a life that I like very actually quickly and living a life that I once you know little me living in Ontario Canada was like dreaming of thought it was never possible and here it was unfolding beneath my eyes and I was like okay this is also crazy and so my first business was like I said designing websites logos however two years in I was like no, 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 I'm meant for more. And it was a very scary transition because I had to start putting myself out there and like what I wanted to teach and like what my, I believe my true purpose was. But, you know, with a push of like some friends and a business coach, they're like, you need to do this. So um, a year ago, I started my new business, you know, let, let the other one go, which is teaching others how to live a life of time, location, and financial freedom. And yes, I teach business tactics. Strategy is very important. But I believe success is 90% mindset and 10% strategy. So yes, obviously, we have bomb strategy that works and converts. But also, I started making that year's salary in corporate in a month. And it was like, everyone was like, what's happening? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) So I had to like reverse engineer what I was doing. Yeah. And I realized, okay, yeah, my hypothesis is right here. Like, I'm not doing anything that crazy with strategy. It was truly just all the mindset work that I was doing. And, you know, mindset work isn't hard. It's just about commitment and committing to it. And so 
now I've been able to help people have the same type of growth in their business, um, but really focusing on the mindset, which is really appealing for a lot of people. Because I think a lot of people have this like intuition that business isn't all strategy. And, you know, I believe that you can have the best strategy out there, you know, freaking like Gary V made you a business strategy. But if it's not in alignment with what you believe you deserve, it goes against the law of attraction. So it's not going to come your way. So that's just been my kind of like soul path and soul purpose, which is teaching others like, hello, there's this whole other way. And if you actually stop focusing so much on the strategy and focusing on you, you're going to get to the result actually way quicker and it's going to be way more fun for you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like how I got here in like cliff note version. Um, I, you know me, you can probably tell I can talk forever. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've landed today. You know, now I live in Bali, um, living, yeah, this life that I dreamed of. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be teaching others how to do the same. Wow, what a story. That's amazing. And you're so young. So that's really, really impressive. And uh, I love, I love just what you said. It's just a universal truth. The more that you worked on yourself, the better that your business got. And that's the same. You could fill in that second part with anything. The better my relationship got, the better, you know, my, my, whatever relationship, whatever you want to put in there. Yes. It's all relationships. Um, because if you raise your, light quotient, if you raise the vibration of your whole energy, including your mind, your mindset, then it's like the relationship that you have with something else, someone else, it's either going to resonate or repel. (laughs) Like those are the options. (laughs) So that's, thank you for really isolating that. And so so I I just want to get real basic Mm. because imagining that someone's listening to this and like, oh my gosh, I hear this word mindset all the time, but it feels so ephemeral to me. Like what the heck is mindset? Like what, I mean, you and I know what it is. I want us to like break it down. If, if they're as a, the beginner's mind, how would you talk about mindset? Can we even talk about mindset or is it really just almost like mindset is invisible? It's more about the practices to it. (laughs) What do you think? Okay, I love this question. It's so, so, I know it's out there, but I just can feel, I can feel like, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like when someone says holding space or prayer and you're kind of like, but what is that, you know? Yeah, and it's so interesting because as I was saying the word, I was like, I feel like mindset is such a silly word to describe what the word really is. Mm-hmm. It's such a broad word as well. It's like, it could be yeah. really anything. And what I believe mindset work is, is okay I'm gonna explain the kind of a broad topic and then I'll I'll narrow it down here but I just want to quickly quickly talk about the subconscious mind okay Mm -hmm. so the subconscious mind was developed between the ages of zero and seven Mm -hmm. okay and by the way this isn't like woo woo or anything this is like science (laughs) this is Mm -hmm. facts so this was yeah developed between the ages of zero and seven so essentially during that time your mind was a sponge so anything that you were told you automatically believe to be true. You didn't have a conscious mind to be like, "Mm, well, maybe I'm not, or am I? There was no contemplating during that time. It was just truth. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, I do want to mention people like zero. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. In the womb. So even in the womb, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. developing in the womb to the age Mm -hmm. of seven, 
during so if I were like, hey, you're purple and you're like three years old, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm purple. Woohoo, like you to do, I'm purple. Like you'd have this belief that you're purple. Whereas like at eight, you'd be like, I'm not purple. You know, it's just like you could rationalize after that age. So that is a really beautiful thing, but also has its pros and cons. Because if you were raised in a household with maybe negative mindset around certain things, so this it's really easy to explain around money. So if you were raised in a household where it was like money grows on trees, money is hard to get, you saw your parents like, you know, money would come, money would go, they would fight about money. You now have this belief system around money that models what you learned between the ages of zero and seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you're 35, 45, 55, and you have these like old beliefs from ages zero to seven still. Unless you haven't changed those beliefs or learned something new, those are your belief systems. So the subconscious mind controls actually 95% of your life or your conscious mind only controls 5% of your life. So this is the thing about mindset. It's like mindset, mind, like we think about the brain, your conscious mind only controls 5% of your life. So nothing is switching in yourself in your conscious mind. Like all the work you do is actually to rewire and heal your subconscious mind so I think we should call it like subconscious mindset really Mm, um yeah so when I talk about mindset what I believe is it is ironically changing your beliefs Mm -hmm. because you know the law of attraction is like we we attract what we are but we don't we aren't anything we don't believe we are so if you're trying to attract more, more money but you have a belief that you're not deserving of it, or you have a belief that you're B-R-O-K-E, I don't like saying the word, (laughs) or if you have a belief that you're, you know, that you're not able to manage it, right? If that is your belief, that's what your reality is. And if you're wondering, oh, what does my subconscious mind believe? Like, what's in there, you know? Just take a screenshot of your reality right now. Take a screenshot of your bank account, take a screenshot of your house, take a screenshot of your relationship, that's what your mind believes you're deserving of. So when I realized that, I took a screenshot of my life. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, this is not what I want. This is not the life I want to live. This is not the relationship I want. This is not the money I want my bank account. Like, I desire more, actually. And so I got to work. And for anyone listening, being like, okay, okay, like I'm catching on, how do I heal that? How do I rewire it? It's all through actually repetition. So repetition is the mother of rewiring the subconscious mind. So you can do it in many ways. Like obviously a big one is hypnosis that you hear about all the time. Hypnosis has probably been one of the biggest tools that I've used to work on my mindset Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and healing my mind. Um, and then also things like affirmations, which is super easy just to write down or say every single day, but you don't go to the gym once and expect to get abs. (laughs) Yeah. But going to the gym every day is a very common, you know, believed thing by um, many, like the whole society of like, go to the gym if you want to be healthy. That's like our belief, right? Why is no one talking about like, oh my gosh, working on our mindset every day? to have a healthy mind. Yeah. Like I, what, I just, I there? thought that I would, I mean, I think that all the time, but I had a very visceral thought about that. 
And my clients, because I don't know if you know what I do, in addition to being like an intuitive and everything, I'm a, I'm a hypnotherapist and that's my yeah. main tool. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's amazing because I work with people and if I work with them one-on-one, they're kind of done after, it doesn't take them that long to where at least they plateau and they need, and they're fine to take a break. And then maybe they'll come back for some other issues, but it, isn't it, isn't it weird and sad that we are not taught this at all? And we know, no, isn't that amazing? And it is as important as being taught to drink water or move your body. I was so mad when I first found out about this. I was like, <laughs> what? You mean like, oh my gosh. And now for these messages. Hello, my friend. It's Trisha Carr. I'm here to invite you to my coaching and mentoring portal, Modern Mystic Life. This high value, easy access portal is like having a spiritual mentor right in your pocket. You'll receive all the inspiration right there in your text messenger, and you can also access it on your desktop. I will be delivering the tools and technology that are proven to evolve your abundant life inside and out. You will receive daily inspiration, education, and practices to help you evolve your life as a mystic and a human spiritual being. Plus, you will have access to my monthly workshops in which I teach and channel cutting-edge spiritual content and also will give guidance, intuitive readings, and attunements right there in our group setting. I worked with Spirit to co-create and manifest the best way to support you and in the easiest fashion, and here it is. I'm very excited to co-create with you too. So welcome, my friend, to your modern mystic life. And now back to the show. So literally the first thing I'm teaching my children is like, hello, subconscious mind 101. <laughs> because yeah. the minute I learned about this, everything changed. Like my whole life changed. And the minute I teach it to my clients as well, it's like their whole life changes. So I'm really trying to spread this message of like, I know going to the gym is so important, but it's kind of like that chicken and the egg thing with going to the gym. It's like, okay, working out is really important, but if you don't eat well, you're not going to see results, right? Exactly. So it's the same thing I feel like in life, if you're striving to get to this next level or goal or whatever, or feel just even just not, let's not even talk about striving your goals or anything, just as a baseline feeling happier, because isn't that what we all want? It's just to feel happier and more fulfilled. I don't see a way to get there actually without doing the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, going to the gym is going to help. It's going to release endorphins. But if you don't change your baseline, which I like to call your like your thermostat. So we're all set at 37 degrees, right? You know, unless you have a fever. But generally, we're at 37 degrees. And there's something called an upper limit. So when you get hot, when things start going really well for you, a lot of the time people will self-sabotage, including this happens to everyone, including me, everyone. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is you're hotter than what is normal and your subconscious mind is like, this is not safe for us. Mm -hmm. You're the whole, I mean, I'm telling you this and I know you're probably like, yeah, I know. know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, and so- when you get that hot, your subconscious mind is like, no, the brain's number one purpose in your life is to keep you safe, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you make start making $10,000 a month or something, you're like, oh, yeah, this is safe. But 
actually it's not because it's not normal for you Mm -hmm. and maybe you have a belief system that is like I don't deserve this and so subconsciously not consciously consciously you're like hell yeah we're going shopping you know all these things are happening but then subconsciously your brain is like this is not safe for me and your nervous system is like what is going on and so it will start to self-sabotage and it will be like weird things will come up like a bill that you didn't expect um a client pulls out like this happens to all of my clients, by the way, this is very normal. Um, but there's a book called um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And he talks all about this amazing book. I think this book should be literally shared in schools. <laughs> it's so good. And so essentially to not cool yourself back down, you must raise your belief system to what you feel deserving of. So that when you raise your standards, you raise your life, you also really raise your belief system to match in alignment with what you're attracting so that you don't cool back down. Again, I've realized this through experience. Like when I hit my first $10,000 a month, I was like, what? (laughs) Like, you know, making that, I was making that a year, you know, when I was a student. So to make it in one month, this is more than I ever saw. You know, again, I'm from a small town. So if you make like $30,000 a year, that's normal, right? It's like, so I was, doing all these things that I couldn't even really tell people about because I feel like they'd be like, are you joking? You're lying. (laughs) And so when I saw that come in, I, then I started to self-sabotage. I was like, no, this is scary. This isn't safe. And I was like, wait, but I want this for so long. It was like this internal battle until I read the book, The Big Leap. And I was like, oh, my subconscious mind isn't safe here. That makes complete sense. So I feel like every time, you know, job promotion, raise at work like whatever the thing is just be aware of this and the best way to get through this is to affirm every day that you do do deserve it and that you're grateful for it and it's obviously no big deal you have to normalize it because if you make it a big deal your nervous system is going to go into overdrive and be like holy shit like what's happening what's happening you know inside everything is chaos because it's like alert alert there's something new there's something new And then your nervous system is like, we don't like this. So then they're like, okay, get rid of that thing so we can feel safe again. But your conscious mind is like, hell yeah. So you need to get them to align um, through things, like I said, like affirmation, hypnosis is great, things like that to really cool yourself in, like raise yourself up at the same time. Uh, Such a good example about this is lottery winners. We all hear (laughs) the classic story where, you know, someone wins a million dollars and then they they blow it in a year and they're, then they're like right back to normal, if not worse. That's because they didn't believe that they deserved that thing and they received it. And then it's weird though, because I also have a belief that you don't receive what you deserve. So in that situation, or sorry, you don't believe what you, you don't receive what you don't believe that you deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in that example, it was just a test. That person had like a life journey and a test around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that does happen, then it, they have to push it all away. They put, they spend it on things that they don't need to spend it on. They say, boom, they're just pushing it all away because subconsciously they're like, this is unsafe for us. Get away. And then, you know, that, and then we all know the end of that story. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it all comes down to, in a lot of ways, well, some one thing we're talking about is also raising your vibration when you're saying, you know, kind of raise your base temperature. That's what raising your vibration is, making your whole yes. energy a higher frequency of happiness, of life force, of love and deservedness and something that matches the soul desire as opposed to the things that you've absorbed in your life. 
And what is what you're talking about here too is so we have drives, we have a hunger drive, we have sex drive, we have all these different kinds of drives, right? But there's a drive that may be the most powerful one that you're talking about, and that's homeostasis, keeping mm-hmm. things the same because the body, the nervous system, the subconscious mind, the unconscious mind believes that anything that is unknown is a threat. And also the interesting thing is the brain is actually, it is its default is to not waste any of its fuel. So if you if you aren't sure if something is going to be if the brain doesn't believe or if you aren't sending a belief to the brain that this is a sure thing then you will have the resistance to doing it and when i play tennis and it's really interesting because it's really difficult to chase down a ball that you're almost certain is going out mm. like you you stop because you're like i shouldn't waste those few feet you know what i mean like consciously like you're talking about why not i'm here to exercise anyway <laughs> But the brain says, I'm not going to waste any fuel if that isn't going to get us our goal, which is to hit a ball, you know, win a shot or something. So we have to be the master of the whole process. And that's, again, has to be done by getting into that subconscious mind, getting into the whole mind and being the seer of the reality from that spiritual perspective, I guess. Yeah. The mind is the tool. The spirit, the consciousness is the being. Mm -hmm. And we want to get those aligned. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, I love that. Yeah, so we have to change the homeostasis, which actually, if we think about it that way, like you're saying, you get that temperature or two, then raise. If if we have something sudden that happens, we've been manifesting it, and so it happens. And if it happens just the once, it's an anomaly because we don't have that backslide to the homeostasis. So then mm-hmm. we have to make this new thing the new homeostasis. That's all we have to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's an easy puzzle if you think about it. <laughs> it's good news. Yeah. It's scary though at first, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because every time it's happened to me, you know, I was really working on manifesting a partner, uh, manifesting moving to Australia, and also having success in my business. And then at one month, it all happened at once. It was like, boom, <laughs> the partner moving to Australia. I was like in my own um, apartment in Bondi, which was like literally on my vision board for years. The partner was on my vision board for years, and he was like, no, I was really focused on manifesting a partner and he came through and I was like, oh my God. Like it was just, it was so much at once. And I remember it actually made me a bit depressed. And I feel like people are going to be like, what? But (laughs) since working through that, I realized that again, it goes back to that upper limit theory. And it was like so unnormal for me because this thing that I wanted so badly, I think I still has some deserving like things that I still need to catch had to catch up to but the universe was like here you go congratulations you get all this at once and I was like it it was you know that feeling when it's Christmas morning and you've been like anticipating Christmas morning for so long and then it's like it's boxing day and you just feel like a little bit sad because you're like oh (laughs) gosh it's all done now all the gifts are open or I I feel I've I've I'm not married, but I have this feeling it also happens after weddings where it's like you are planning for like almost years. Sometimes you have, it's like this one day. And then, and then after that, it's kind of like, Oh, like it's done. And it tends to be like people's like best day of their lives. And so I've heard this where it's like, there's like post wedding blues where people are like, I have no purpose anymore. Like, you know, it's like this like low, low vibe after, because it's like such a high 
and then it's like kind of like you go down and this happens to me with business launches as well like um i had one of my business biggest uh launches a couple months ago and it was like so exciting there's so much going on it was like so like all this all these things that i've been manifesting for so long and then after it's like you know what happens i think it's like a serotonin like overload mm-hmm. and then obviously that's not like maintainable so then your serotonin goes back to normal and you're like but i don't want to be normal serotonin levels <laughs> so i think i just want to normalize the fact that if like you manifest something that you've been waiting for for so long and a you might realize oh like i thought this was gonna be a lot i thought all my problems were gonna go away you know yeah. and then you realize like oh actually you know turns out i'm still, still the same person <laughs> and you still have the same beliefs and maybe problems um so let's normalize that and then also is like if you have a little dip after of like kind of some like post manifestation blues it's also <laughs> very normal it's very normal and I think when I was doing it on my, like, just doing it for the first time, it, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like, am I being ungrateful? Like, I was like really questioning myself, but I ha- I work with a healer um, who does SRT therapy, like spiritual response therapy, who is like literally my godsend. <laughs> and she was just like, Marley, this is very normal. So I, I love normalizing things for people because I know myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing wrong? There's something wrong here. It's like, no, this is very normal. It's okay to feel this way. Um, and just knowing that if that happens to you, that's also extremely normal. Yeah. You're talking about serotonin. It's also dopamine. And dopamine is, it's actually, people think it's had the reputation of being a pleasure chemical, pleasure hormone in the brain, but it's actually the hormone of pursuit of chasing mm-hmm. something and that's exciting so it's so it's, it's exciting but it's not the actual um you know satiation so then when you get but it's a it's a high it is a kind of high dopamine is a high so then when it's no longer useful your brain will remove it and there's kind of that addiction and a lot of us are very addicted to dopamine right now for no other reason than Social media, media, flights, lights, flashing, flashing, pursuit, pursuit, scroll, 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 pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. And um, so that's another thing too. When when there's no longer something to pursue, the dopamine gets removed from our brain. And so it feels different. So I, I love the advice you're giving. Just normalize it, recognize it, normalize it, become aware of it, embrace it, become that, you know, master and know that there's nothing, nothing's going wrong. And just get back into raising your vibration then, right? <laughs> Raise the mindset even more. <laughs> yeah. And I actually have a question for you. Mm-hmm. As someone who is admittedly addicted to social media, you know, and my phone, it's kind of scary. <laughs> how do we, how do we, I don't want to like, how do we, I want to say like transition that mm-hmm. dopamine or how do we find that in other sources? So we're not constantly like on our phone trying to get the hit. Is there a way? Well, actually, we need to go on dopamine diets. Think about <laughs> dopamine. Yeah. So we don't even want to replace it with something else. We want not not with an equal, not with dopamine. So like you don't want to replace dopamine with something, some other practice that will give you dopamine. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. not just about the phone, although the phone and the way that they're very, very smart, those people who have created the apps and the everything, you know, we know that. We know that they know exactly how to engage us and what will speak to, I mean, they're very smart, mostly dudes, but there's, well, there's some women coders too. But anyway, 
what we want to do is really what you're talking about. I mean, we, we kind of have to do exactly what we would do if we needed to change our our body composition. We need to change the way we are servicing our brains. We need to change the way we're servicing our body. Then that would be looking at our diet and looking at our movement. So our diet in this case is what we're taking in. And dopamine is essentially when we have it stimulated too much and it doesn't get satiated, then we actually start to become, Im- become what is it called? Like immune to dopamine then? We, and then we need more and we need more. It's, it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. So we need to go on a dopamine diet so we can reset it reset mm-hmm. the response that can mean for you maybe you you put you know you have one of those apps that tells you how long you're on your phone or how long you're on maybe certain apps like Instagram or something mm-hmm. you use Instagram for business so you have to but let's see if you can curb it you know what i mean let's see if you can um use it just for business for a while and see if you can actually organize it so you have some days where you really aren't using it at all and mm-hmm. that'll start to reset your dopamine response and then just be mindful of it. It takes about 90 days to reset and to not have the craving. And, you know, um, but you can replace it just like you can with with your diet, you know, like your actual eating and you're getting, um, let's say you're craving cookies, then you can drink a glass of water, maybe have a cup of tea. and But you have to get really mindful about it, right? Because it may work one time if you're just knuckling it with your conscious mind, if you're just trying to push your will, Mm -hmm. the will is helpful, but it needs to be, like you're saying, it's 5%. We need to support it with the holistic being. So we need to maybe go meditate and say, I'm actually whole without that cookie, or I'm whole without this Instagram nudge. We probably want to do it at the beginning of the day and set ourselves up for a healthy diet for that day of what we're feeding our brain. Is that the answer you wanted to hear? Yes. <laughs> it I is so that. good for you. Wow. Dopamine <laughs> diet. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> I, at the beginning of the year, I was, extru- well, I, I should say at the end of last year, I was extremely burnt out. Like I felt like I just ran nope. 25 that's, marathons. <laughs> that's a dopamine thing. That yeah. happens when we are overstimulated. Yep. Absolutely. The, the nervous system burns out. It can't sustain that. Where dopamine no, is supposed to be meant to, to make us run after our food. And then we yeah. get our food and we eat it and then we go, ah, oh, yummy. We're not doing any of that anymore. <laughs> so like how much we're stimulating that, of course it's going to burn us out. It's not. Yeah. We, we have the same bodies that we had 200,000 years ago. Exactly the same. Have not evolved since 200,000 years ago. What do you think the dang phones are doing to us then? <laughs> well, Sorry, go ahead. Tell, tell me about no, your burnout. No, no. That's, I love that. It's, I never considered that actually. That's so fascinating. So yeah, I was really burnt out at the end of last year. And so for the beginning of the year, I booked myself into an Ayurvedic retreat here in Bali. Mm. It's called Panchakarma, um, if anyone's heard of it. And it was no phone, like no laptop, no work, no, like nothing. I, I, I read actual books. <laughs> and um I completely shut off for I was I was actually only there for five days, but I probably could have stayed for like two months. It after those because you know I've never in my years of life taken actually five days completely off work. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I shouldn't say years of life because I'm sure there was years before when I started my business I probably sure. didn't work for five days. But in my adult life, yeah. and since I started my business. I've never taken and and even when I'm on vacation and I'm you know you know work but I I always am working because Instagram is technically work for me right so even if I open my phone 
and I have to reply to a message, I, that's working, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of always on. So I did these five days and I was a transformed human. I was like, I'm never going on Instagram again. I like <laughs> so blissed out. I was, I didn't even know that level of relaxation could exist. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone's interested, it's called One World Ayurveda in Bali. It's incredible. You have like two treatments a day. Every massage mm. is with two therapists with like a forehand massage. It is like just beyond. Anyways, it was exactly what I needed. And it was like the nervous system reset that I didn't know that I needed. So some of the tools that I learned there that I've been, you know, keeping incorporating into my day to day to like regulate my nervous system Number one has been, I mean, a morning routine. And Mm -hmm. for me, morning routine has kind of been the number one thing that's probably changed my life the most. Um, So I don't think there's been any podcast interview that I've talked about where I haven't mentioned a morning routine. And I've made it, what, 35 minutes without talking about it. So it's time to talk about it. Um, A morning routine sets up your day. And the way you live your morning is how you live your day, which is how you live your weeks, which is how you live in your years and how you live your life. So I truly believe that by having a solid morning routine, it does change your life because it sets up your life for consistency and success. Like you just said, like a couple of minutes ago, how you're like, it makes sense to do that in the morning, that meditation. Yeah. So it sets up your day. Well, yeah. it's the same thing with setting up a, just a consistent morning routine and it's going to look different for everyone because not one meal plan works for everyone not one you know workout works for everyone so you have to do some trial and error to figure out what is that best you know combination for you but some of my like I have three non-negotiables one is mind so meditating, breath work, something just to calm your mind and have like those mindful moments right in the morning. Number two is body. So some sort of movement. Lately, my favorite movement is truly just been walking, just morning walk. So simple. Um, and then finally one for the soul. So I love, I mean, it's going to look different for everyone, but soul work, my, I love chanting to Lakshmi. Um soul work might be some sort of prayer like whatever works for you right so if you kind of want some parameters to work in between I think those are really really great um but like if I look at my life just four years ago my morning routine was alarm loud loudest most annoying alarm goes off at 5 45 no no sorry sorry 5 a.m and cortisol already spikes it's like ah, I'm already late then I rush out the door, go to an F45 class, which is like high intensity, bang, 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 for 45 minutes, my cortisol is like through the roof, I come home, I shower, I try to eat a smoothie while I'm like running out the door, go to work, and that just led to the most chaotic life, like everything, I was late for everything, everything was chaos around me, and the minute I started to learn about like, oh, meditation, oh, morning routines, you know, I started to implement that into my day to day. And I, my whole, again, my whole life changed because I was setting up myself for success right in the morning. And then that like kind of bled into the rest of my day where I was like, whenever I was like in traffic, instead of like, you know, freaking out, having road rage, it was like, oh, okay, I can breathe. And I just, it gave myself actually more space in the day 
somehow and more breathing room and just again i wasn't shooting my cortisol right when i woke up because i mean we get that's a whole other podcast but that's talking about like you know totally <laughs> weight gain and all these things mm-hmm. you know that i was struggling with um and then little did I know if I actually just like literally carved out, like it, it doesn't even have to be long. It could literally just be 15 minutes every morning, but showing up to yourself every single day in the morning is what I believe creates self-worth and self-confidence. Because mm-hmm. if you can show up for you every day, then you can show up for anyone else every day. Oh gosh, that's amen. And that is how I changed my life too. And I, when I had my spiritual awakening, you know, um, I was living that same kind of life, like up super early, work, work, work until very late. And so I was in not just the belief, but my reality was showing me I didn't have time to anything for myself, to fill in the blank, anything for myself. So Mm -hmm. that's what you're demonstrating. You're telling us in your story. And so I just started to have my morning devotion time, meditation, you know, the things that you're talking about that feed my mind, body, and soul. And then technically, I don't remember how long, it was less than a year, I think, but um, definitely after two years, less than a year, but two years, it was even more dramatic. My Technically, nothing had changed. I had the same job. I was in the Mm -hmm. same career. I lived the same place, same partner, same everything, except I was making more money. And I basically could wake up whatever time I want and spend however, like not even worry about how my day proceeded. I spent however much time I wanted with my devotional time, my meditation. I mean, some days maybe it was like, okay, I need to, you know, get going at this time, but I still had plenty of time even on those shorter days. So your life will change around your commitment to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you're, what would you say? How do we get from the, I have zero time. I'm already sleep deprived. You're telling me I need to sleep 15 minutes less to do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> how do we get past that? I mean, it's really not as hard as we might think is what I would say. What do you think? How do we get past that? I totally agree with you. I think that's just what you prioritize. Mm-hmm. If you want to prioritize feeling good, you might have to start saying no to some things. Ah, that's it. Yes. <laughs> Talking about dopamine, actually, you, that's the key. One way that you start to re, uh, frame, reshape your dopamine response is to say, notice, even mindfully, but notice how many times a day you can say no. So you can say no to your phone 15 times a day, mm. and that'll mm. start to change that response. But anyway, go ahead. Say no. I love it. No is a complete sentence. <laughs> yes. And so there's there's a thing about opportunity cost, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. Yeah. So when you're saying yes to watching Netflix, you're saying no to sleep. When when you're saying yes to checking your phone in the morning, you're saying no to maybe your meditation practice, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's about realigning with what you want for yourself and what do you want that end goal to be. So if you want to feel more fulfilled, happier, like you have more like this whole like this whole conversation right now if you're like yes I want that what are you saying yes to that isn't allowing you to get there and this whole thing about not having enough time in the day we all have the same amount of time in the day you just have everyone just has different priorities so for example um like think about Tony Robbins right or like Oprah it's like what how did they get there but you don't see what they sacrificed to get there you don't see the hours that they spent like, you know, dedicating to their business, dedicating to their practice, dedicating to their sales team. Like, 
you know, they've just lived, I would actually love to look at their calendar. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And we tell ourselves, oh, we don't have time for that. But it's like, but then you spend 15 minutes scrolling on your phone. So then you would have time to meditate in the day, right? So I think it's about getting really clear on what your priorities are and start to delete, delegate, or automate your entire life. Mm. So what can you say no to? So delete. What can you delegate? So maybe ask your partner to help out. Um, can you automate it? or de- And then automate at the same time. So we'll talk about this at the same time. So it's like, for example, this, this works really well in business, but also you can do this in life totally. Um, can you have your coffee so it turns on for you in the morning? You know, like where can you cut time in your day so you can have more time saying yes to the things that actually will not only make you feel good, but will push you forward into this life of, you know, the life that you've always dreamed of. So maybe for you, just having more time in the day to like play with your child is important to you, right? Maybe for you, it's, I just want 15 minutes to play guitar. And I've told myself I have no time to play guitar, but it's like, you do have the time. It's just like, you're saying yes to things that maybe you don't have to be. So I think it's about doing a bit of a life audit And where can we start to slash things and just trim the fat on things that aren't serving you and only saying yes to the things that truly serve you and truly light you up? Because when you start saying yes, yeses to things that are hell yeses, then your life becomes one big hell yes. Uh, My number one favorite saying is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. (laughs) And so when you say yes to something that isn't a hell yes, you're saying no to the hell yes. So only say yes to hell yeses and learn how to say no to the hell no's okay once that's a very good parameter of like okay what am I going to start saying yes or no to it's kind of like you're going through a closet you're checking out the clothes and you're doing like your spring cleaning if the item isn't a hell yes get rid of it and I want you to look at (laughs) and look at your calendar in the same way if you know meeting Susie for coffee every Tuesday isn't fulfilling you you might have to tell Susie, maybe you're going to meet bi-weekly, right? Like we end up piling on all these things that we actually don't really want to do. And every time you do something, be like, do I really want to do this? If it's not a hell yes, you might have to get a little selfish and get a little, you know, prioritize what means, what feels good for you. And then your life will totally change. Yeah. Because if if you're bringing that to, if you're bringing a half, asked a few pardon my french to susie <laughs> you're not even helping this time with susie you're bringing a low vibration yeah, to poor susie. Susie. yeah she doesn't deserve that, better than that. <laughs> yeah she deserves the whole you yeah. so i want i want to make sure that we hear about how you work with people like i know you ha- i believe you said you have two different currently of two different programs tell us all about them i want i want to hear oh, all about thank it you. yeah so i have two current programs right now so either uh, working with me for business um, and money, or if you solely just want to work on healing your money mindset. So I have my eight week business accelerator called Freedom Club. And this helps people create a life and a business of time, location, financial freedom. You know, we go through sales, marketing, but also all the stuff we talked about today, mindset, money. Um, So if you're interested in that, you can just simply DM me the word freedom and we can chat about if that's the right fit for you. Or um, my money course, which is also called Money Club, um, which is my five-week money course, which literally walks through exactly what we're talking about today, how to see what's in the subconscious mind, rewire the subconscious mind, so you can 
live a life of financial freedom and attract more money than than you ever believe was possible for you. So if that's something that's interesting for you as well, you can DM me the word money. And again, we can have a chat just to make sure that's a good fit for you and what you're looking for support with. Um, I also do work with people one-to-one who are really looking to go to that next level. And they DM you on Instagram? Yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. So my question about your, so the eight-week accelerator is who is the ideal client for that? The ideal student is, is that about entrepreneurship or uh, is that about anything? So the eight-week business accelerator, thank you for asking that, is for someone who either has started their business or wants to start a business. Mm -hmm. They want to start a business. They want to leave their nine to five. They want to just have more freedom in their lives. If that's time freedom, they want to move to a different location. Um, And obviously with business, you have no financial ceiling. (laughs) The more hard work you put in, the more you receive. So financial freedom is also a goal for us there. So the accelerator is for someone who wants to start a business or someone who has started a business but is looking for more support. You know, they've started, they're not seeing the success that they once thought was, or they thought they were going to receive. They're feeling a little lost, a little confused. They don't know what their offerings are. They don't know um, how to sell. They don't know how to market. We teach all those things in Freedom Club. Um, So that's who that's for. Money Club, the ideal client is really just someone who wants to make more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> With Freedom Club, so it's online business. It's someone who already has at least their idea, at least their solid skills and idea. They know they can do this or they've already started it and it's online. Or could you help a brick and mortar business as well? It's specifically online service-based businesses. Mm-hmm. Service-based, yes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Got it. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have an idea at all and if you just know that you want to start a business, Freedom Club is also for you. I teach you how to find out what your passion is and what your why is. And then we turn it into a business. Oh, great. So that's great. So then your idea is you want to be, you want to serve (laughs) as an, and you want to be an entrepreneur on an online, in the online space. That's great. Oh, I love that. Wow. So um, we need to, everyone needs to find Marley on Instagram and you can either DM her freedom or money, depending on which one you want to. Yeah. And we'll have, we have the links in the description. So is there anything uh, else is, what are some final thoughts that you have to share with folks about any of this mindset, manifestation, money, freedom? What, what are you thinking um, is a way to give everyone some of that to raise their vibration? They can digest that. I want everyone to know on this call that this thing that you feel called to inside of you is there for a reason. Mm. It's not, it's, it's there for you to pursue because there's one in a trillion chances that you are on this planet right now. You are a miracle that you're here today. There's no coincidence. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are a miracle. And if you have this calling And maybe it might be a specific thing, or it might just be this little thought of you're meant for more, or I want to do more. I want more for my life. You are capable of achieving it. And if you haven't achieved it yet, there's just something that you don't yet know um, on how to do that. So know that it is possible for you because I've been there where I was like, I want this thing. I have no idea how to get it. I've never, you know, I grew up in a family where we, we didn't have money, kids clearly. Um, 
I say cancel clearly because I don't want to manifest what I'm saying. Um, and I, there was no reason why I was capable of doing what I've done. There, there was no evidence to prove that I could. However, I did. And I've seen it. I've seen it happen to me. I've seen it happen to my clients that if you have a dream, if you have desire, you are capable of achieving it. I never want you to give up on that dream mm-hmm. because you could just be a person away, a thought away, a call away, a follow away from learning how to do that thing and living this life that you are meant to live and never give up on that because you are capable of so much more than you credit yourself for. And my passion life and my mission on this, you know, in earth school is to inspire others to have it be and go for whatever you desire because life is way too short not to. Hmm. I love that. I listened to that as though you were telling me. So I hope everybody else heard it in the same way and listen to it. I am a miracle. <laughs> I can do more than I give myself credit for. It's always true too, isn't it? Because the there's no there's no limit to what we can achieve. And you know what? It's it's it it should be um noted in this bit of the conversation too that your desires are so beautiful and immense and, and your soul wants them. And they are actually a huge big deal to you, but that huge big deal is not that because they can't happen. (laughs) It's because they're special to you, but because they're special to you means that they really, let's say destined to happen, right? Aren't they destined to happen? hundred percent. If you were given that desire, you would not be given the ability to achieve it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. This has been so great, Marley. Thank you so much, everyone. Of course, be sure to Follow Marley and find all of her offerings in the description. It's really been so inspiring. You are on mission in this podcast for sure. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Very inspiring to connect with you. Thank you. Yes, it was so nice to connect with you. And thank you for all your wisdom as well. Dopamine diet. I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Good. Report back. We'll talk about how it works out for all of us. (laughs) Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye, guys. I hope you feel inspired by that as I was. Like I said, that last bit there, I just decided to shift this perspective from imagining that Marley was speaking to everyone and imagining she was speaking only to me. And it felt really good. And I'm speaking only to you right now. You know, Marley was mentioning that you are a miracle. And that is something that I work on with my clients a lot. You know, this is this is a unified energy. There really is only one energy of the universe, unity, or the God energy. And so that means that you are that miracle. You complete God. You complete the universe. Without you, this universe, this one song, would be incomplete. And so that is how precious, important, that is how pursued you are. And the the desire that you feel within you, the desires, that is your your flow of purpose. That is your flow of mission. And we do sometimes need to, uh, I mean, really spend time with it. Sometimes we have these awakenings in our life where we're like, I don't even know what that feels like. And even if you've been on your spiritual path, you've been uh, in an awakened spiritual experience for a while, I notice that I still have, there's more and more and more in there that wants to be discovered and wants to be plateaued on the stage of my journey and allowed to free 
from that place of just desire that's inside to be freed on the flow of purpose and mission. You know, I really feel that if you're listening to this podcast, you are definitely here on a mission. In fact, it is said that those who are the wanderers, those who are here as awakened ones or forerunners, that the way that we actually got a ticket to do this jam was to have a mission, was to have some kind of specific way we were here to contribute and be of service. And that isn't that isn't in alignment with feeling trapped or unhappy. That's not that's not when we're in alignment. Service does not mean depletion of the vessel that serves. I mean, except for in dire situations, specific situations, we're talking about more on an overall manifestation um, plane, you know, from that 5D perspective, if you will. And so that soul signature of your mission is here to, to feel free, easy, abundant, alive, awake, overflowing, so that that is how your service can be experienced, a cup that overflows. Well, that is pretty much what we have for this episode. And before I let you go, I do want to ask you to please subscribe and or share this podcast, share it wherever you like. That would really fill my heart up. Um, subscribe or follow if you go into your app, however you get your podcast, if it's on Apple or Spotify, you can click the button to be able to make sure that you are following or subscribed so that you get notices when the new episodes come up. And if you find something inspiring or if you know someone who might benefit by this, I would love it if you would share it with someone, send it to them in DM, send it to them on a text. And also, if you are enjoying this, I would be thrilled if you would leave a review and you just have to scroll down in your app and find where to do that. And I just would really appreciate that. So I thank you for that in advance. I'm very, very grateful for you. I'm very, I'm deeply appreciative I appreciate your light. I feel it right now, and I am appreciating it. And so thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Mm -hmm.